The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Summary from 4-Minute Books, written by Nicholas Gouquet, read by Jonathan McGinley. One-sentence summary. The War of Art brings some much-needed tough love to all artists, business people, and creatives who spend more time battling the resistance against work than from actually working by identifying the procrastinating forces at play and pulling out the rug from under their feet. Favorite quote from the author. The most important thing about art is to work. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. Stephen Pressfield is gold. After graduating from university in 1965, the variety of jobs he had held seems to know no end, ranging from advertising copywriter to school teacher, tractor-trailer driver, bartender, oil field roustabout, attendant in a mental hospital, fruit picker in Washington State, all the way to screenwriter. Just like Robert Greene, he wasn't afraid to do the work he needed to do in order to keep working on his dream, becoming a writer. Do the Work, his follow-up to The War of Art, was one of the first books on four-minute books, so it's only fair the original book about resistance joins the ranks. Here are the three biggest lessons you can learn. One, you're not alone. Everyone struggles with resistance. Two, you have to treat your dream like a full-time job. And three, commit to a territory and you might change the world. Ready to turn pro at your dream? Here we go. Lesson one, you're not alone. Everyone struggles with resistance. Have you ever had that feeling that you are here to do something great? Maybe you feel you owe the world a great book, a new approach to fitness, or even a blockbuster movie. If so, today's a different day than most days for you. Because instead of waking up, thinking about it for a second, and then shrugging it off, you're actually going to deal with it. The force that makes you swallow your urge to pursue your dream is called resistance. The capital R is important. And everyone in the world struggles with it. You're not the only one. It's this negative, opposing, ghastly little voice that tells you to stay at your job and not risk failure, that you're not good enough to paint something great, and that you can always start working out tomorrow. Resistance manifests itself in the form of fear or failure, procrastination and self-doubt, and worst of all, it's universal. It doesn't exclusively speak to you. It targets everybody. Will Smith was afraid to meet with Quincy Jones before becoming the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. John Lee Dumas was afraid to launch Entrepreneur on fire. And Henry Fonda threw up before every single performance, even long after he was successful. Everyone struggles with resistance. Don't let that be your excuse. Lesson 2. You have to treat your dream like a full-time job. So what do you do to combat resistance? What any professional would do. You work. Stop treating your dream like it's a hobby. It's your dream for crying out loud. If your dream is really this thing that you want to be with all your heart, that you want to center your life around, then how can you treat it like a second cousin once removed barbecue party? Don't just tinker around with it a few hours here and there. Go all in. All chips into the pot. When you treat your dream like a regular full-time job, you can transfer a lot of the skills you apply to the latter to the former even if they're not related at all. Do you show up to your job on time? I bet you do. Do you keep working when the shit hits the fan? I bet you do. Do the same for your dream. All pros know this. I write only when inspiration strikes. Fortunately, it strikes every morning at 9 o'clock sharp. 
W. Somerset Mogham. Schedule time to work on it every single day and then just show up. Lesson 3. When you commit to a territory, you can change the world. Each of us has a different calling. Some of us are app developers. Some want to direct movies. Others write books or knit tea cozies. That means we all pick different territories to leave our mark in. You'll find your territory based on three things. 1. It makes you feel better every time you go there. You can bet that Stephen Hawking felt better every time he came out of his office, and that Arnie was pretty satisfied after each gym session. Your territory is a place where you feel and grow, where you're challenged and satisfied at the same time. 2. You can only become king of the hill through hard work. The only respect a professor gains is through the recognition of his work. Arnie made the gym his own by working out there every day of the week. And three, it's endless. The only limit to how much Hawking can get in recognition is the number of meaningful insights and theories he can produce. In theory, it's endless. You get back however much you put into it. Not only will owning your territory benefit you and your work, you just might change the entire world. Steve Jobs revolutionized the way we see and use computers by committing to this territory and spearheading new developments and ideas in this field. The War of Art Review Stephen Pressfield feels like the kind of guy you can bump into on the street and strike up a great conversation from the get-go. He's seen a lot and done a lot, still doing it. It feels refreshing to learn from someone so real. His approach is stoic, even Spartan, some might say, but he never forgets having fun and it shines through his work. Whether you believe Cal Newport, who says to just pick a profession and let passion follow, or others like Stephen, who put passion first, it doesn't matter. The message remains the same. Be a professional. Don't wait for motivation, the perfect moment, or other people's approval. Just sit down and work, and that's the best productivity hack there is. The summary on Blinkist is a great read as is, but Stephen's anecdotes and stories are priceless. The book isn't long either. I read it in one park bench sitting on a beautiful summer afternoon. The War of Art is an absolute must-read for all self-starters. What else can you learn from the Blinks? A. What your unlived life is. B. How Quentin Tarantino turned pro. C what being a professional really means and how Tiger Woods lives this. D. The thing professionals focus on, it's never the goal, ask Oprah. E. Which positive force Stephen calls upon every morning to counteract resistance. F. What hierarchies do to professionals and how they battle against it. And G. The thing you should do the next time you're afraid. Who would I recommend the War of Art summary to? The 37-year-old hobby wine collector who's worried he might be the only one who fears turning his passion into a business. The 63-year-old who could use a challenge to prove herself she's still got it. And anyone who hasn't committed to a territory yet.